0: Access
1: All Areas on Foo Bar Radio. Hello, good evening. Welcome to Access All Areas. I'm Stephen Lang, And I'm Bobby Norris. How are you babes? I'm doing just fine, babe. Uh, so you yeah. look like you were putting on makeup then just for a second, like fluttering your eyelashes.
2: <laughs> fluttering <laughs> your lashes for you, yeah. Stephen. No, i <laughs> not putting no makeup on. How's your day been? Yeah, all right
1: um in the office as you can tell by the gray surroundings and my own gray uh well not only my gray jumper and gilet but also the gray tone of my skin because i feel like i'm um i've started wearing sunscreen all year round which for a pale person you know probably is not maybe i maybe i need a little bit of sun on my skin um but i'm trying to protect so I'm um, I feel like I'm quite wrinkly for my age. So I've decided that I'm um, I'm a sunscreen all around kind of guy. So yeah. Great.
2: To be an amazing tip. Do you literally use what you would use on holiday or just you get moisturized with an SPF?
1: Well, I have been using what I would use on holiday. Um but the problem is is that if you get it if you get a, bit, get a bit hot or sweaty like if I've been to the gym or something and then it goes in your eyes. Not good. So I actually think I need to go and buy a proper one that's meant for your face. Um but I'm determined. I mean, I've had Botox once before, but I think I'm um, maybe maybe not again. So um, I'm I'm determined to try and do all I can to stave off old age while I can. You know? <laughs> would um, you not
2: have it done again, the Bowie? Do you know what? I probably would,
1: um, but I'd be more specific about what I wanted. Because last, I think I've said uh, before on here that... When I had it done before, it was all good, but they'd gone a bit too low on my crow's feet on one eye. And when I smiled, I was like squinting. Um <laughs> with one eye. Which I didn't even notice until someone took a picture of me. And then I was like, Oh dear. Um It's
2: sometimes and not till you see photos when you've had bits and bobs. Oh, can't I feel squint, it. It? Yeah. No. You don't feel any different. Your face doesn't feel any different. Um,
1: So, yeah, maybe, like I said, maybe it's this. I've got a, a line here on my nose that I wouldn't mind getting rid of. <laughs> uh, but for now, we're just going to have to deal with the um uh sunscreen. That I'm going to try. Anyway, how are on, you, Bob? On, on all the all right?
2: sunscreen situation, that's meant to be such a good thing to do. And I, I'm the world on holiday. I'm, obviously, I'm, I'm religious about it. I mean... I didn't used to be when I was younger. I'll be honest. I was, I was that boy that would be, don't do it, kids. But I'd be slapping on oil. Do you know what I mean? Anything for a tan, but literally yeah. on my face, um, Ooh. which is just an absolute no-no. But people say it's all about the sunscreen, but um, I use in my. I always get moisturized. It's got an SPF, but I never do. I'm the world's worst in England, but really, it's not a bad thing to do.
1: Well apparently and i got I got this from speaking to some uh, beauty journalists that I work alongside they're they are religious about it, um putting it on every day, even in the winter, and to be fair, I have burnt in winter before that's the kind of skin I've got like if I'm out all day, even if it's a cold day, if it's sunny i I can burn um, so yeah I quite I them, the sun. yeah, and I don't tan so um yeah, and it's unfortunately it's so annoying because my sister, so my sister and my dad both do tan, not a lot, but a little bit. Me and my mum are pure on, just just burn and then back to like you know grey, see through white. Um, so um, and my, I, my dad's
2: I, like now, especially when I was young, when I went on holiday with my parents, we could go back in the days when I'm, I'm sure people still do now, but. I haven't done it for ages. We've go on holiday for a fortnight. That's such <laughs> like an old-school thing. There yeah, lovely. We love it. that. But um, I, I would literally... I can look at the sun and I get a tan. I've got olive skin. I've got my mum's skin. But my dad could sit on holiday for two months <laughs> and he looks like he's been to, well, somewhere me and mum ain't been. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's a um... tip about sunscreen, which I guess... Is one thing like when you live in the states. I remember Chloe Kardashian, because <laughs> obviously it always comes back. You to and Kardashian. your best mate, Khloe, Khloe, yeah, Chloe. Yeah. Me and Chloe, me and Coco. Um, I've never. She did an interview. It might have been on the show, wherever it was. It was definitely Chloe, and um, she will even put. I think she keeps it in the car, um, sunscreen on her hands for when you're driving because the sun coming through. Oh wow! But I guess maybe in Calabasas that's necessary. Driving around Essex, not so much. Yeah, but, yeah. I mean that's
1: true. I mean, I wouldn't put it on if I was going to sit indoors all day. Um, but I did go out. <laughs> I am out most days. I mean, like I go for a walk if I'm, even if I'm working from home, I'll go out for a walk most days because I try and get in my ten thousand steps every day. Uh, uh, so I mean, yeah. So yeah, it was it was the girls in the office advice um, for a little like try and keep yourself younger. although i will say the best thing you can possibly do i feel like is giving up alcohol and just drinking loads of water because my skin hasn't looked this good in a long time well <laughs> right uh <laughs>
2: how's the um, the road to 100 days going good
1: so i'm coming up to nearly 40 days be I'm on like day 36 37 something like that um well done, yeah though. Pretty good. Um, no, what have you got planned for day hundred and one? Are you going on the lash? Well, so day one hundred falls on Easter Monday, so I will have made it through uh Easter weekend, um, and it will be the Monday. I think I probably won't. Um, I probably am going to go a bit longer. Um, yeah.
2: I'm having don't you that far into it. Because actually I think I remember when I did, I think it was 75 days or 90 days back in the old penny D. I Um, I think you get to the point where actually I don't know if it's the mentality you think I've gone this long, I almost don't want to have a drink. Yeah. And also, and and you don't uh, yeah, but it, it's a funny one. So you it's the mind over matter that you don't really want to have one yeah. um, or you, to see if you can do that a little bit longer. But I do remember the first drink I had, I felt it so quick. Yeah, I bet. Um, I guess your tolerance just drops to things, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, definitely. I remember, so when I did it last time, I, I was in Calif- uh, California, in Chicago, and, um, yeah, I had... One, I'd had, it was a strong one. I had an Old Fashioned, which is like a whiskey cocktail Um in this lovely... Oh, I don't
2: think I've ever had that. I'm not a whiskey boy, I can't Are swallow it. Are you not?
1: No, um, that's a surprise. Is um, uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah. whiskey
2: Jack Daniels?
1: Yeah, Jack Daniels is a, is a brand of whiskey, yeah. Um, and, yeah, I had one drink, and I told the people I was with on this press trip that I hadn't had a drink in three months. And... um had this one drink and then i was like burr, 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 like gabbing on and the, one of the girls was like oh you can really tell you haven't had a drink in a few months can't you because i'd obviously got really overexcited and i was just like chatting um in day. yeah and then and then it ended up a big night that night but although weirdly i didn't have much of a hangover the next day i do remember that um
2: so i don't know if, what like, will it be i mean i know you're going to try and do a bit longer than 100 but you know what your what your drink will be what is your normal tip on if I'm out, uh
1: a whiskey. With, no, if I'm out with my friends, it's actually beer, which is like the worst thing you can possibly drink for sort of weight control. Um like pints. Um so but if I'm sort of around someone's house and I'm I'm a white wine boy. <laughs> um so I mean, really all the worst of the calorific drinks, I want them, is basically <laughs> uh, basically the thing. So I don't know, I'm sort of, yes, yeah, so at the moment I'm sort of debating. Do I actually want to drink anymore? Even saying that out loud sounds a bit weird. I'm sure I will.
2: But, um, yeah, have you been all right? Yeah, really good. Literally just got back from the gym. Um, So, yeah, I'm really good. Thank you, babe. I mean, I know it sounds mad because I'm in a vest, but that's kind of the weird thing. When you've been training, you're hot, obviously. But I keep getting caught out. I look out the window and out the doors, and, it's and the sun's and it's sunny, <laughs> but it, it ain't warm sunny. <laughs> I have to ain't. tell myself, Bob, it isn't. It isn't short and vest weather. And you've been going in out gym, in your shorts. If I'm training, yeah, shorts and vest. But literally, parking the car, getting into the gym is freezing. Once I'm in there, I'm obviously hot and just a sweating mess. Yeah. And then you get back. You don't feel it so much when you're getting home because you're still up from the gym but when you're just down in water and whatever. But um, I'm hoping it just gets that little bit more mild now. Do you find, um,
1: I find quite often, like with this sort of going from the cold to the hot and all that, my skin is like pretty, I mean, actually to be fair, I think because the alcohol is, is better than usual, but sometimes I get like really random spots where I don't normally get them. And I, I wonder if it's because of that constant temperature change.
2: Yeah, Do you get my, that? my skin's bashed. I mean, yeah, I feel as dry as pita bread. <laughs> because I think you're going that through is dry. Central, that is dry, dry, um, dry <laughs> as a bone. Because I think you're going through centrally eating to then really extreme weather conditions, so that yes, so you, you're kind of keeping up in your skin, yeah, um, not good for it. I'm trying to, my, my body's up like, when I put moisturizer, I, I can hear the pores <laughs> just down in the moisturizer, like you're like, more, more,
1: need. you're yeah. like a sponge, your face like a sponge, <laughs> literally. Um, but, uh, yeah all good fab um well we have um a lovely sort of love island i guess themed uh show today um we've got two guests today we've got uh zara Lackenby brown who's uh, fresh out of the villa just a couple of days ago She and has kind of only just got back to london um so um got her up first and then you did a little pre-record didn't you with your pal olivia atwood
2: yeah, with my mate Olivia. So, yeah, really nice. Um, great chat. Excited for, a, it's, like you say, it's a little bit of a Love Island special.
1: Yeah, which is great because uh, it's on at
2: the moment. So, well done, Maddie, producer. I mean, it's topical, absolutely. Bang on to the producers. Um, so, yeah, going to be a great show.
1: Yeah, fab. Um, well, as ever, we'll have a little talk through some of the showbiz guys. And I thought we should probably start with uh, the Grammys, because I feel like that's been like big big news um over the last week and it feels like everything from it's still kind of rumbling on. So obviously uh Harry Styles was the big winner of the night um, for album of the year for his for Harry's house, um, which obviously spawned some huge songs in the last year. I mean feel like as it was and all that. You just heard it um, constantly on like the radio or on T V shows and and all of that. But there was some sort of fallout because of what he said saying that um awards like that never usually go to people like him. And a lot of people were like, White straight men, okay, sure. Like you're like you're in the minority. And obviously it also meant that Beyonce lost out for her album Um Renaissance. So What do you
2: think he meant by that comment? Has he elaborated?
1: I no, I don't think he. I don't think he has. But what I think he probably meant was someone that came from a reality TV show, a boy yeah. band background, a northern boy, northern British boy, um, and all that kind of thing. Because obviously he's not. Talk- he's extremely good looking.
2: He's very talented. Blimey, he's he's assault the gazer. Yeah. <laughs> Every time so, I see him at the venue, I don't. I think we've spoke about it before, but I don't know when it happened. But um, I was never a huge. Was they called directioners? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, they had some bangers, and there's some on the old playlist um, that when they come on, love them. But I, I was just that. I was just a couple of weeks too old. I think. I think <laughs> yeah. I just. Missed, <laughs> I know what you know mean. What I mean. Yeah, I, I do kind know what of you missed mean. the boat. But obviously, I remember them vividly. On, back, back when, obviously, I used to watch the X Acts religiously. Yeah, uh, same. Um And no taking away from, I mean... No, no. Absolutely smashed it. Probably the biggest boy band. um, Since, what, Beatles or something. (laughs) Um, So they... Yeah, no taking away from, but I just wasn't, like, a die-hard fan. Yeah, Um, totally. But then all of a sudden, yeah, literally just one day, I was like, that is a soul.
1: Well, and also I think because he's he's become obviously quite a style icon, isn't he? And everyone sort of really... he, He doesn't... He's not sort of um he doesn't stick to the norm when it comes to what he dresses and stuff. He was wearing sort of a Harlequin style jumpsuit, uh, with his nipples out um at the Grammys, which obviously most most men wouldn't wear, but like good on him, he looks fab in like a sort of David Bowie kind of way. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, I mean, uh, from the controversy, I feel a bit bad for him because he should be able to enjoy his moment and obviously his that album's been a huge success. Um, I guess the problem is, is people like with Beyonce, who's obviously her own uh, incredible talent, have a huge fan base, don't they? And they and they just get upset. But then it probably would have been the same way around, the other way around, if she'd won and all of Harry's fans would have been upset. Um, yeah. Uh, but, you know, yeah, it, it was interesting. And also, I think the fallout, did you
2: see the fallout with Madonna as well? I was... Want- the controversy and the, the post, uh, the pic she's posted and people yeah. say they're speculating if she's had work done.
1: About her face, yeah. So um, there was a lot of... Uh, so she presented one of the awards, I think, to Sam Smith, Smith. and Kim yep. Petras, yeah. Um, and uh, who was the first transgender performer to win a, win a Grammy, which is fab. And... Um, And afterwards, there was a lot of discussion about how she looked. So, you know, she's a woman in her mid-60s. She has a very smooth face, um, Mm -hmm. very wrinkle-free. She does look very different to how she has looked in the past. Um, And she took to social media to kind of say... um, this is the same shit I've been do- dealing with for years. People aren't talking about the talent or whatever. They're talking about how I look and it's misogynistic and blah, blah, blah. And then the thing that I took, I'm fine with all of that. I totally get where she's coming from. The thing I took a bit of, um not of um, Umbridge, I was a bit like, mm, come on, was when she said the, the picture that was taken with a long lens, photo- like uh, camera, um, would make anyone look bad was essentially the point that she was trying to make. Now, that is how she looks. Whether or not she knows that because she's not looking at herself from every possible angle. Because how can you? Um, I think that was a little bit. She has to understand that the way that she's the way that she looks, and she's never uh, confirmed whether or not she's had surgery. And actually, funnily enough, uh, I actually did a red carpet. For a Madonna film once, and I asked her, "Oh wow, what the secret to looking young was?" I got one (laughs) question. I got one question, and her response was fairy dust. Um,
2: So uh, good old Tinkerbell.
1: Yeah, thank God she's working hard at the moment, keeping all these sixty-year-olds looking particularly young. Um, I just think she doesn't. She doesn't have to admit or deny whether or not she's had work done from my untrained eye, I, I would say it looks like she has. But to, to suggest that it's the camera's fault, <laughs> I felt felt a little bit, I don't know, a little bit unusual. Having said all of that, she should do whatever she likes. She's a legend and uh, has fought for people's rights for, like, you know, longer than I've been alive. So, um, so yeah, all in all, I was... I was yeah, bit bit surprised by that. What what were the highlights for you? Have you seen what what, what did you see from the from the night that you were impressed by?
2: Actually, just the Madonna thing quickly. I, yeah. I think you hit a key point there. Actually, now obviously we don't know what she's had done if she's had anything at all. Mm. But you said, "Oh, maybe she doesn't know that's how she looks in terms of that photo and talking about the lens and that." Mm. And from personal experience, me now, as I say, I'm not suggesting, because I don't know, so I can't confirm more tonight. Madge, don't WhatsApp me and tell me what you said. I'm ashamed, because yeah. it would be lovely to have a little great contact. bit of gossip, yeah. <laughs> but I know, for me personally, when I fell down the rabbit hole of having fillers,
1: mm-hmm.
2: I certainly didn't realise how I looked. I was right. getting told on social media how I looked, um, and photographed, and I would see photographs, but I think of the first time you have something done, it might, it, it's, it's light sometimes, yeah, minimal, or yeah. depending on what you've had done, it's minimal. And then you'll go for a top up, or you'll go, so what becomes your normal changes as you have things done. Yeah. Um, and I certainly, and I think, especially going back, so when I started, tell you what, 11 years ago, 12 years ago, bearing in mind that there was no, There was no Love Islands. There was no reality shows like Tower. It was the first of its kind. And people was reaching out to cars saying, do you want this done? Come and have it done. So I was like, lovely. (laughs) I'll I'll go and have a a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Yeah, absolutely. So I was having things done gradually, gradually. And I never went to be extreme in any sense. But it certainly, and it wasn't till I kind of had like an epiphany I think it it wasn't this Christmas. I think it was the Christmas before, so Christmas 21. And I looked back. Actually, I I definitely started to notice Back in lockdowns and things, when ITB2 and ITBB, back in the early lockdown, where people wasn't able to really film television, obviously the news was still allowed to go. But like everyone, we was all sat at home on the sofa, binging Netflix, and I was watching Homes Under the Am or whatever. (laughs) <laughs> and um, ITV2&B was just churning out old-school telly. So it's right. of like looking at old-school photos. So I've yeah. see myself joining this show at 24, hours I looked. Um, and where things was almost binging... Now, I always find it a little bit awkward to kind of watch myself anyway. Yeah, course, yeah. But like if you'd walk into a room and it was just on, or you'd be flipping through. Now, every couple of hours, when I flip through every couple of days, I could see a change was happening. But when you're in that, you don't know that's yeah. happening. yeah,
1: yeah.
2: And yeah, I don't know what literally, I think Christmas twenty one. I thought to myself, I saw photographs, and as I say, I was getting called out on social media. I was getting called Christiana. Now, no shade to me, I love Chris Jenner. <laughs> I was being called a human Kendo, and I remember there was a moment where I was actually more offended about being called a Kendo than I was being called Christiana. <laughs> because I think probably because I love Chris, but the reality is saying that is, it Chris is a woman in her sixties. I was a guy in my late twenties. <laughs> You know, what I mean, right, I was more yeah. offended about being a plastic doll than I was <laughs> a 60-year-old woman. <laughs> um, yeah. Just because I think I admire Chris so much and I wouldn't mind being a pound note behind her, let's have it right. Yeah. Um, so I, that's when I made the decision. I thought, in the year, I'm, I'm going to just have my fillers taken out, which mm. is a scary thing to do because the thing is as well, is when you're keeping on top of the process of, of having fillers and you're having top-ups... You're forgetting in your head. It's one thing how you're then looking that day or the day after, but underneath the Juvederm, other brands available, I just don't know what they're called, <laughs> but underneath your, your fillers, your body's still 10, 11, 12 years older, depending how long you've been having them done. Yeah, so yeah. It's a scary moment. When you think I'm taking these out and dissolving them. think it's just going to, like, all start. How we actually going to look? Because when I started this 11 years yeah. ago, I was 11 years younger. Mm-hmm. Um, so the moral of that and I've kind of gone round the houses a little bit is I think some people again not saying Madge has had anything but when you do have bits and bobs done sometimes you want a web until you see certain pictures or it might be a patch shot or, or for, for, just a photograph that someone's yeah, taken from a different a party, angle that you've yeah and you kind of it's when you sit back and look at it through a third party's eyes and that's when I kind of thought gosh what oh, I've gone too far. Mm. I don't look like me anymore. And again, Mm. I I don't care what anyone does. As long as you're happy and you ain't hurting anyone, go go, go do what you want to do. Do you know what I mean? Live your best life. Um, But for me personally, I'd gone so far down the rabbit hole and I'm so glad I did make that decision. I mean, probably a little bit later than I should have. I should have probably curbed it before. There's also that part where you don't want to be called out for how you look. And I remember how that made me feel as well, because I was like, especially coming from a a reality TV show, I would think when it... it, I was always really troubled about sexuality, which I can't do anything about. Mm. And looks people can't do anything about. If you're you're going for someone's looks and it's not a surgery or a, a, a treatment they've had done, when people just attack someone solely on how they look. And it's something you can't change. Mm. So I used to think, I'd rather you think I was a dickhead than say, oh, you're gay or you look like Kris Jenner. Um, I mean, it's slightly different because I'd I, done treatments to myself. But mm. yeah, so it's a funny one. But to me, Madonna's Madonna and it's Madge. And one thing she certainly is, is she's a visual artist. So oh, over yeah. the years, she's, she's known for... Evolving, and she reinvents herself as she yeah,
1: comes yeah, back. Yeah. So, I wonder if she'll have a—I mean, I doubt it—but I wonder if she'll have a similar realization looking at looking at herself. I guess probably for her, it's slightly different because she is a woman in her sixties, so yeah. uh, uh, it's a bit different. Um, anyway, interesting though, really interesting, like topic of conversation, and I think one that people will have more and more as time goes on and procedures get better um and and uh people want to look good on a camera as opposed to in person um so yeah I mean it is quite interesting to chat about yeah good good chat Bob I'm interested in this (laughs) Um, but we um but we have our uh our our first live well our first and only live guest um today Zara Lackenby-Brown waiting in the waiting room so let's get her in
3: hello darling you're right I'm well thank you (laughs) how are you, I've been really, really good, thank you. Thank you for having me today.
2: No,
1: awesome. You're
3: very Thanks so welcome.
2: Much. Thanks so much Are for you over
3: the, over the
2: jet lag, fresh back in the UK. <laughs>
3: yeah, getting over it, but I think, you know, I've sort of hit the ground running, so it's sort of like just keeping up with everything, but I'm good. So <laughs> and you're like...
2: everything?
3: Amazing. Honestly, the support I've had since I've come back has been unreal. So, you know, I think it's probably best to leave early, like leave the villa early and have a warm reception than stay in and sort of it get dragged out. So I'm I'm grateful. I'm happy for everything.
2: I love that.
1: I guess though it may be when you were in there, it might not have felt like that. Were you how was the like that those first initial hours after you're out and it didn't think, probably go the way you planned it <laughs> let's put it I, like
3: that I think you could sort of tell like you know I was like kind of in good spirits when I left like I think I felt it um you either had to send in someone for me because there wasn't anyone in there for me at that point mm. or I was out the door and I think I just had my friends and family in my mind and I thought you know what I did my best I was myself I was authentic I was proud of myself and if that was my time to go that was my time to go I think everything happens for a reason so yeah
2: I mean, I know it's still early days, you're literally just back in the UK, probably haven't even unpacked yet. Oh, really? But (laughs) looking back, so I'm sure you probably haven't had a chance to watch it all back or if you ever will. Mm. But where it's fresh in your mind now, looking at it, is there anything you would have done different? Or were you happy with kind of how you played the game, so to speak?
3: Honestly, I was myself and I believe how I came across in the show in the villa was true to myself. Whether you guys saw everything the way it should have maybe gone to plan in my mind is another sort is another story. But um but yeah, I was myself in there. But you know, I'm a fiery girl, I'm a Leo, do you know what I mean? I stand Oh uh,
2: team Leo. Are you we a got Leo the fire? Player? I'm a Leo, Leo fruit and through, like a stick oh, of rock. God.
3: Your energy today is great too, so I can tell. But um <laughs> yeah Thanks, like, will take the confidence as something else, um, maybe more negative. But I think that we're great. I think we can be centre of attention. Not everyone likes that. Um, but you know, I've got a, I've got a sensitive side. I've got a soft side. I've got a fun, goofy side. Um, whether that was sort of aired in the, in the, you know, it's twenty four hours cut down to like forty five minutes. So, do you know what I mean? But, but yeah, I, I was proud of myself in there. Um, and I think hopefully now this is my chance for people to see the, the real me, the, the full me. So. And
2: that's the main thing. I mean, I always think as long as you can look back and you go, "I was 100% authentic to myself. I wouldn't do anything different. I'm happy with how I behaved, and I was truly me. Everything else is irrelevant."
3: Yeah, I didn't want to go in there and play any games. I thought if I went in there and tried. be not myself I'd get myself muddled up so I mean there was days where I had ups and there's days where I had lows but I was myself and you know staying true to my morals and staying true to Zara Queen Z um made me know that I did my best so yeah (laughs) no regrets.
1: What do you reckon um after everything that sort of has happened how do you think uh, it will be with with Tom and Olivia and stuff when, when everyone comes out and you have to see them again at the wrap party and all that sort of thing.
3: Honestly, crazy. Like, you know, I did leave on good terms with Olivia and I'd hope to stay that way, of course, because it wasn't nice when we went and then had tension. Hmm. Uh, but I think, you know, I I think she really put him between me I I didn't try and put him between us but I think she took a lot of my own personal choices like the fact that I was pursuing things with him and he was reciprocating that energy with me I think she took that to heart um, as Mm. if I came in there with a personal vendetta like a
1: personal thing yeah
3: Just not the case, but um, we clashed and again, I don't let anyone sort of speak to me a certain way that I don't like. I'm not a doormat. I made that perfectly clear. So yeah, but I mean, I've seen her have a little clash and tension with Tanyelle. I've now seen her have a little sort of thing with, with Sammy. So I don't know what is going on. It is tense in there. But, um, but, yeah, me and her hopefully will be good. I mean, we'll see uh, however long they stay in, in the show. And Tom as well. Like, obviously, we didn't leave on the best terms. Mm. But, uh, I mean, I think that him and Sammy seem like they're going from strength to strength. And I think they seem quite compatible. She's more his age. Um, I think, you know, she's got a bit about her. So I think maybe what he initially liked in me, he probably likes that in her, too. So I wish them the best. And we'll just have to see. Like, we'll have to see. I don't know. <laughs>
2: I wanted to ask you, babe, because I'm always so intrigued, and obviously someone who's lived and breathed it, you're, you're like the best person to ask. <laughs> as years go on with a reality show, especially the, a huge show like, like Love Island, as years go on, it's kind of knowing that some people don't always go in there just for love now, because let's have it right, some people come out and have amazing careers and become influencers. Like, it Just... It, the, they get the followers they make huge money on social media not knocking it obviously but yeah. do you think there's anyone in that villa that hasn't really gone in there with the best intention like someone that clearly wanted followers and the power notes name drop build <laughs> yeah. the tea darling
3: because i mean i think it's really hard to go in there and fully fully play a game because yeah. i mean to act 247 is 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 difficult, is difficult. And if you can do it, then gosh, like, you know, what I mean, I've done acting, but you're better than me. Do you know what I mean? So <laughs> I mean, people that I think maybe come across maybe not as genuine as the others, maybe like Ron, um, maybe I hate to say it because we're on good terms, maybe Olivia just because I just, I questioned some of her actions and her motives behind why she moves the way she does. Um, But everyone else, I think, I mean, and maybe also the two sort of Aussies that came in because they've done it before. So they sort of, if you've done it once and it didn't work out or you found love or you didn't, why would you kind of do it again? Unless it was just for a career boost. Mm -hmm. Uh, But everyone else I think is kind of in there for the right reasons. Um, But I mean, it is a TV show. So really and truly, I think everyone was sort of chasing a little bit of, glitz and glam because if not you just wouldn't go on the show to begin with um being fair to everyone
2: um but yeah that's good and, and like i said I, i'm not knocking it. i think as long as someone's almost a little bit honest and i guess it's a bit hard to be honest in there maybe and there's a sh- there's a chance the show's going to cut that because it probably doesn't go with the narrative. <laughs> but I just think as the from the early days of Love Island where when a show first starts and people don't know how successful it's going to be or what the, the feedback or the audience is going to think of it, but yeah. everyone knows Love Island is such a huge thing now. Right, yeah. And as I say, some people have gone on and had amazing careers and made a lot of money and mm-hmm. they get the, the clothing campaigns and all the deals. <laughs> But I think there's something quite refreshing about someone that goes, actually, do you know what? Yeah, I I wanted to get a career out of it. I wanted to make a bit of money. And if I found a fella or an ice girl, lovely.
3: Like that's a bonus, yeah. I mean, for me, Like my dating life has not been the most successful. So I was thinking... Nothing's worked on the outside world well for me. Maybe this would genuinely help. Um, mm. You know, you're in an environment where you've been put on these glamorous dates and you haven't got any distractions like social media, phone, television. So maybe you actually could connect with someone, Zara. Um, of course, I've got a performance background. So I thought this might kind of help both ways. But I genuinely, it was for me, love first and then anything career wise afterwards was a bonus. That's how I was seeing it personally. I was scouted, I didn't apply. So.
2: So someone kind of production they slide into your dms and what do they say what's that initial message like when you get a dm from one of the production team
3: so i actually was scouted in person i was on a night out in chelsea um and then one of the casting team approached me um just yet yeah, in the bar and said you're gorgeous um and you seem really vibrant and we just started chatting for a bit like she complimented me on my outfit i was like girl you're beautiful and she was like "You've got <laughs> personality i'm actually on the casting team in love island give me your number and it sort of went from there but I did get sent the, I think it's like a part of the process. They also DM'd me as well after that, um, the official DM. And it's basically like from ITV's account, um, I think ITVX it might have been or ITV2, um, just like, yeah, um, you've been scouted, um, you know. For love island they say love island it's not sort of like a hidden thing like too hot to handle where it's like wild love or something yeah like yeah yeah <laughs> that too to be fair but i ended up going on love island but i was actually oh, nice on. um but anyway um beside the point <laughs> yeah and it basically says uh follow this link and fill in like a form and sometimes you have to do a video but they say i didn't need to do a video because they'd already see me in person but i had to sort of just you know fill in my background history it took it took about an hour the form was really detailed they want to know a lot about you and then from there, I had a phone call and then a Zoom meeting, then another Zoom meeting. And it's it's really intense. Oh, right.
1: That's interesting. That's quite a long process. And I assumed it wouldn't be quite like that.
3: Oh, no, it's, it's yeah, it's really detailed. And of course, you know, just from the nature of the programme and how you can get trolling and stuff like that, they give you sort of welfare check ins. There's like psychological assessments just to make sure that, you know, you are mentally fit enough to go on a show like that where you can get ridiculed in the press and stuff. So they do do their due diligence. And yeah. I think it's, it's very, very intense and, and detailed.
2: And you've mentioned trolling, and I think for a lot of people, when they do reality TV, not everyone thankfully gets it, but a lot of people do sometimes get the most horrendous trolling and it's just disgusting. Have you, because I guess it, it's a shocking thing, when you get handed your phone back and you turn it on, what is that like? Has it been the feedback good? Have you had bad trolling?
3: Honestly, you don't know what to expect. And because I have had highs and lows in there, I literally was expecting probably the worst. And I thought, you know what? Don't have high expectations because then you might be disappointed. So I was almost expecting the worst and then thought, okay, if it's not as bad as that, then I'll feel positive about it. But honestly, they give you, when you've first left the villa, um, you go into a cast holding in a gorgeous villa. It's like Kardashian style. It's really
2: nice.
3: (laughs) It's gorgeous. And, um, And yeah, they give you like a press debrief. So you sort of hear about, you know, the good and the bad and <sighs> um, the on the whole it's been very positive for you um there was even like yeah. apparently like off-com complaints because people thought I was being treated unfairly at one point so to have so much support for me was honestly so overwhelming I didn't know what it was going to be like but yeah obviously that was like such a confidence boost and it's just been amazing since since coming back there's been people coming up to me in the street like you were my favorite you were robbed get back out there I'm caster and more and I'm <laughs> like it's crazy <laughs>
2: That's quite lovely to hear, you know. I think for a, a, such a big show, that, and I know obviously after uh, things that have happened in the past, people do the duty of care on that show is meant to be amazing. Now they're so mm. on it now, ITB, aren't they? Which is really good. And I think really important for reality TV in general to, to look at.
3: Absolutely, absolutely. I agree. Uh, And they've been very, very supportive. Like as soon as I landed, you know, they made sure I was in the taxi. They made sure that I was, you know, with my family. Then they called my mum to make sure I was okay. So they sort of they really took care Then the psychologist stood at a Zoom meeting with me the next day, checked in. It's just been it's been very, very, I feel very, very well supported, honestly.
1: Is it a bit like, can you just leave me alone for a minute now? I need a moment to myself.
3: (laughs) (laughs) like at one point it was like wow like I'm so overwhelmed like I almost didn't want to turn my phone on when I landed because I was like I just want to sort of just be with my family and catch Mm -hmm. up with my friends and sort of take a minute and then deal with everything else but because obviously I landed and then I think within like two days I had after sun and then I've had like press and not all the islanders get to go on sort of radio shows I was on straight away on Monday morning capital and then -hmm. like like a kiss and then just today I did like BBC radio one extra and it's just, just there's been loads. So I'm so grateful for it. And I definitely have hit the ground running. But yeah, I'm like, I need to have some lunch. Like I need to.
2: Gail's <laughs> <laughs> got all <to> right <laughs> When people go in as a late arrival, obviously, I guess people that was in the original lineup, they're, they're grabbing for any bit of emotion, emotion and every information they can get. Yeah. Are, what, what are they kind of asking? Does everyone like go, what are my followers at the minute? what's the feedback what's the press
3: yeah no people are like are they comparing me to anyone what's my followers at the minute what have they said about me because obviously they interviewed them but it's like what have they highlighted did I look really good or did I look really like you know ugly or messy in my intro video um do, do people think that I'm like favorite to win like so many questions but we're not meant to be saying it and what I kind of focused on I didn't look too too much like I knew bits and bobs because I had to but I was straight in really quick anyway so um I didn't know that much but I'm I remember I sort of knew about Will's TikTok and all of his brilliant farmer videos. So I started speaking about that and then they were like, you, you can't talk about that. Like I was like, oh, it's so hard. Like I know all this stuff and I'm not Yeah, yeah. But I get, you know, to make it more authentic, like you need to just sort of be going in like almost like strangers. So yeah. <laughs> and who's
2: asking Am my favorite?
3: um oh gosh pretty much all of them to be fair but I think Mm -hmm. like girls were like you know oh what's been said like have I been compared to any other like you know islanders in the past like also like celebrities whatever but and the guys too they're like oh girls called me fit and stuff like that but I think it's it's just everyone I think it's just curiosity isn't it like it just sort of and I
2: guess especially how much all of us social media is such a huge part of people's lives so I hate to not have a phone and not have your, your social media must be, even for a small period of time, because c- that's how you kind of get feedback from people, isn't it? I mean, you can read the room with your social media. So it must be a really, that's the one thing you'd probably want to know. What are people saying? So it's the one piece of information they're never going to get unless it's someone who arrives and tells them.
3: Exactly. Exactly. And some of them, obviously, when they were in their cast holding period because of COVID and XYZ, um, were told, "Oh, so and so, you've been linked. You've been leaked to the press before ITV announced you because there was some sort of speculation of is this person going in? Is this person? I think Tanya was leaked, so she knew before she flew out that she was leaked. Mm. But she was like, you know, kind of t- tried to keep away from that. So some of them knew more than others. But um, but yeah, uh, you know, it's, it's it's mad not having your phone. But I quite liked it. I quite liked the detox, to be fair." <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's nice now and again to to have it sort of taken away from you, isn't it? You mentioned Tanya. What do you make about the whole Shaq and Tanya and I love you situation?
3: Yeah, honestly like they are going from strength to strength and it's so so gorgeous seeing their sort of you know blossoming love develop on screen because they were really close in there like even in moments where like we break for lunch and stuff like they were always like trying to be together and like just even like they, they, they sing and dance together and they vibe and they're honestly like they're really really good so I do wish them the best I hope things like Kasa and stuff don't come between them um because they are really great and I think for what they know love is in there they do feel it and it's mutual so hopefully yeah it's all good
2: do so you think they're the real
3: deal? I do. I genuinely, genuinely do. But you just never know in that place. But at the moment, they're definitely the strongest.
1: Could you see them winning?
3: I can, yeah. As it stands right now, I can. Just because they started off together and they they keep choosing each other. And I think everyone loves sort of seeing a progression in someone's sort of love. So the fact that they're at where they're at now, and it's like week three, where they're going to be by week eight. <laughs>
2: Do you think we've seen any or seen any showmances? Is there anything you don't quite buy? Because there's one thing seeing something on the screen, but energy never lies. So when you're in a room with someone, words don't really mean it. You can tell, kind of, if someone's into someone.
3: And it's really hard because obviously now I'm just watching it. I'm not in there. But I'll be really, really honest with you. Like, I was not expecting Kai and Olivia to be together right now because when I lived in there they didn't seem to have that kind of chemistry I think because they were in there from the start you know Kai was into Tanyelle and Anna May and Liv obviously was more into Tom then it was Aaron then it was Spencer so I just think maybe they just sort of kept crossing paths and suddenly now they're oh you're the one but
1: just seems Seems unlikely though when you say it like that
3: yeah it seems more convenient for right now like oh who else is left but I could be wrong do you know what I mean you (laughs) don't
1: What have you got planned now? What's kind of you got, what are you thinking is going to be next for you?
3: Gosh, so so much honestly like I'm just appreciating all the support and you know any opportunities coming my way like I'm just sort of it's all a blessing so I'm just taking it all in um but you know I'm thinking people have told me I'd be great for tv like you know presenting and even radio I've done a bit and I think I Shane Marie on Capital um, Extra was like Zara you're gonna put me out of a job like as a joke obviously but (laughs) (laughs) but (laughs) (laughs) voice, and and I, I love it I being in the studio and even stuff like this like I literally I'm here for it like obviously with my performance background anything in the entertainment industry is a blessing for me so so yeah music all sorts I'm I'm buzzing with energy and I want to just hit the ground running so
2: exciting
1: stuff (laughs) yeah it does sound like you got it's all gone as well as it could especially for someone coming out when you did you know what I mean
3: so two weeks in there, i think i made a pretty big impact to be fair they said they said i'm like in the love island hall of fame what's up oh it's honestly crazy. Like, it's just, i'm still taking it all in it's like pinch me pinch me you
1: know well that's awesome that's that's really good to hear well well thank you so much for for joining us um today zara
3: yeah thank you one. Uh, really
1: yeah i really appreciate it and um and best of luck sounds like you've got exciting times ahead
3: thank you thank you i appreciate it i hope you guys have a great evening
1: you too
2: hey darling
3: take care babes bye take care
2: bye well, lovely girl. Very, very full of energy and positive, and lovely vibes. Yeah, yeah, and very. You got professional vibe
1: as well. Do you know what I mean? Sometimes yeah. people come fresh out the villa; they're a bit like, "Oh, don't know." No, don't get that at all from her. It's like nah. she's a she's a girl with a plan. Like
2: she's got her head screwed on.
1: Yeah. Um Well, speaking about girls with their head screwed on, uh,
2: shall we listen to your little pre-chat with Olivia? Let's do it, babe. Here comes Liv. Right, both so I've been reading these stats. Tell me about these Valentine's cards you've designed for dogs because I- I'm here for it.
0: Well, I just think a lot of people don't like Valentine's Day. Even in relationships, it can be a bit cringy. And if you're single, there's that pressure. But one thing we do know is that this country loves their dogs love their dogs more than anything unconditional love all year round and i just think it's a bit of fun it's a chance to sort of show some appreciation to your dog and it's a great cause because all the proceeds go to the initiative nourish every dog so you're doing a bit for dogs in need and it's a bit of fun
2: because you rehomed your dog from Lola, didn't you from romania
0: yeah, so Lola was rescued from Romania and Stitch was rescued from Wales. So yeah, two rescues. So they didn't have the easiest starts in life. And now they've got to live with me. So it's even worse.
2: <laughs> Is that something you would recommend to someone? Because there's this whole big thing. There's so many dogs that need loving homes out there, isn't there?
0: I, we have a massive crisis in the UK at the moment with um, unlicensed breeding and our rescue centres are literally overflowing at the brim. The pandemic, pandemic, all those puppies that were bought, and now people don't want them is a real big issue. So I really would encourage anyone, if they possibly can, to explore rescuing. It's not, you know, there's so many different types of dogs to rescue, small dogs, big dogs. I think people think, oh, a rescue dog is a problem dog, and it's not the case at all. There's so many dogs. Just a bit of research, and you'll definitely find a match for you.
2: Absolutely. And now more than ever, because like you mentioned, obviously the whole pandemic, there was this thing where so many people was buying dogs because they was at home, and then when life's kind of gone back to normal, where the normal is... They're no longer fitting into their lives. And then going into the cost of living crisis, some people were struggling to even heat and feed their own children. So the dogs become an expense they just can't afford.
0: Apps. and I think that's one thing if you are looking to get a dog is to bear in mind I think people underestimate how expensive you know owning a dog really is um, which obviously is why that you know nourish every dog with butchers is so great because they giving millions of meals to dogs you know in rescue centres up and down the country who otherwise they would struggle to feed so it is it is a really really nice um, initiative and obviously on the same thing that butchers dog food is all about dog nutrition and that, you know the healthier you keep your dog and the after your dog's heart and general health, obviously, will save you a lot of money and heartache in the future.
2: Absolutely, I was reading some stats live, and a recent poll was being done, and more people—and I love this—it's cracked me up. Would rather go on a walk with their dog than a mini break with their partners. Which would you prefer? If Brad said, Do "You want a weekend away, babe," or are you going? No, nah, me and the dogs were going. Uh, going for a long walk.
0: It it depends when you ask me, like, you know, because humans are a lot, we have a lot of time with humans, some of them are highly annoying. Your dog, that time, you know, is very soothing, isn't it? And Mm -hmm. I think you do get a real serotonin boost from taking your dog out into nature watching them enjoy themselves. It's very relaxing, isn't it? There's no talk, you know, it's just you and the dog. And I do I do get that. And I think our lives are so full and we spend so much time with other humans. It's quite nice to have that time just with your pet your, your pet, I think.
2: And dogs are loyal, do you know what I mean? It's like the only thing on this world that loves you more than they love themselves. Absolutely. Like, it never does. I almost think, putting it out there, I think I prefer dogs to people, Liv, to be honest, half the time. You know where you stand with a dog.
0: Absolutely. And
2: Absolutely. I think the majority of Britain um, really are huge dog lovers, like we, yeah. we both are. And, but you kind of get some people, and they really just still don't get it. Like, when I talk about mine, I mean, she is, she's my baby, she's old baby and some people go it's just a dog and I'm like firstly that's my child But <laughs> they, 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 they're family do you know what I mean like I just think it's such an amazing thing
0: they are and I think with dogs like with most things in life the more you put into them the more you get out so the more time you spend with your dogs you know training them feeding them a good diet walking them everything you the more you get back from them so you know, it's definitely like a two-way relationship, and like you say, there's just that. You know, we don't really deserve them the way they love us, no matter what. It's it's really special.
2: Yeah, so true. But I wanted to ask you this: obviously, <laughs> like so many of us, were so excited to see you going into the jungle, and I think you absolutely <laughs> smashed the time. You were there. How are you now? Because obviously, there was a lot of speculation and press about health and stuff. Are you in a good place?
0: I'm absolutely fine Bob it was do you know what it was I think you've read everything you know there is about it is out there it was a bit of a call it like it was a bit of a a mistake you know I you know I I had some test results in camp that were worrying and then when I went to the hospital they then said oh actually no we think our test results are fine but then because those Test salts have been recorded. The insurance company, you know, it's a big insurance of these shows. You know how it works, Bob, and they have to be so careful. And um, it just got it was a lot of red tape in the way of me going back in when actually I was completely fine. So it was I was absolutely gutted. You know how long I wanted to do the show. I was absolutely devastated. But yeah, I'm abs- I'm fine now. Just keeping busy with all my other jobs, and yeah, all I'm all good. So
2: happy to it. I was so excited because. I think a lot of people, especially when they come from the old TV and you know, people that have been on Terry especially, but people are so used to seeing people glam, you know, the hair, the makeup. And I was like, do you know, what? It, you wait till you see her stripped back. She'll get in involved. Like, it ain't all just air extensions and glam. Do you know I mean? You're one of them girls that would absolutely get your teeth into it. And you, and you proved that in the, the days you was there. Do you know what I mean? So it was an absolute loss. But are you glad you got out in time before Matt Hancock pitched up?
0: I mean, that's the only positive as I didn't have to spend any time talking to him. Thank God. Jesus.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, Liv, obviously, what with the old Panny D and everything? You, you got engaged in 2019 to the lovely Brads. Yes. You've had to postpone your wedding because of various um, lockdowns and restrictions. We've been a brand new year now, 23. Have you, obviously, I'm not going to ask for the actual date, but have you got a date booked in?
0: Yes, yeah, so we have rescheduled, we have a new date. Um, we need to send out invites, really, really, because it's going to be a little bit of a quick turnaround. Can you hear me still?
2: I can, my lovely.
0: Um, but, yeah, we are going to try and do it this year, finally. Third time lucky.
2: And are you one of these girls, do you already know what what your dress is? Can you see it and visualise it? Because I know you're, you're, quite, you're quite big on... Um, when you've got something in your, your head and your mind, aren't you? I and mean, like once you visualised it, you, you're a girl God. that knows what she wants, Liv.
0: I've had the dress for three years. It's been in the wedding shop for three years. I had it my first wedding. I just had to go the other day and get all the dust and cobwebs off it. And luckily, <laughs> And I still love it. I thank God for that. Can you imagine? I've had to do a new dress.
2: Third time lucky. Are you glad, in a way, things have gone how they have in terms of. Because so many people did manage to get married during lockdowns and things. There were so many restrictions in place, wasn't there? How many guests you could have and how it was going to be. You're kind of glad you did wait and now it can kind of just be what you envisioned.
0: A hundred percent. I was, you know what? I was never going to do a wedding with the restrictions in place. No way. Because hopefully, fingers crossed, only get married once, you know. So I just, you know, I can't have two metres rules and all that. No way. Couldn't do it. So it, I had. Have- I was only going to do it when I could do it my way, you
2: know? Yeah. And the thing is, when you're looking back at photos in years to come and you and Brad are, are old on the pier at Brighton with a battered sausage or something, you don't want everyone wearing face masks.
0: I'll be like, God, that silence the lambs. Absolutely.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no and way. family-wise, you've got your two little dogs, which I know are like your babies. Is that something that's... Is that on, on the cards for you and Brad's?
0: I always, Brad's desperate for a baby, desperate. And I'm, I am, like, I'm getting there. I am getting there. I'm getting there slowly. I think in the next couple of years, we will be thinking about, you know, starting a family. You know, I think. I, if, unless anything goes dr- dr- wrong between now and
2: then. <laughs> oh, finally, I just wanted to ask you, we burst onto our screens on Love Island and that's back for a new series now. Have you been tuning in? Do you watched the show since you've
0: been on it? Yeah, do you know what? I do, I do actually ball because I, I am a fan of the show. i always was a fan of the show. So I like to try and keep up to date with it. I haven't been able to watch as much this series just because I'm getting to bed nine o'clock and I pass out, I'm so tired. But um, I have been watching a bit and it looks really juicy, which is always a good sign. Lots of drama, we love it.
2: And what do you think of the change of host?
0: I think she's great. I think do you know what? I think she it's really hard is it cuz obviously like, you know, with Caroline lifting like it's it's just it's so hard like for me cuz that's all I knew, but I think Maya is the perfect match. Like she suits it really well. Um she's got great energy, she's a lovely girl. Yeah, I think she's fantastic.
2: Is there still a a WhatsApp group from the islanders your series? Do you Ooh, still see- No. no. <laughs>
0: we lasted. we had a WhatsApp that a group me amber Ken and chris we and that lasted I mean, all, almost lasted a year but no that that was it after that
2: left the group
0: i don't know what happened to that group i think it imploded.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, exciting things ahead for you busy busy girl which is lovely to see can you give us any um any tasters of what's to expect over the next few months
0: what I know I can tell you is I'm filming series two of Getting Filthy Rich. I'm on my way to okay. location right now, actually. So you're lots more, you know, exciting, lots of exciting, glamorous people making money in really eccentric ways, which I know series one people loved it. We're actually up for a broadcast award next week. That's
2: amazing. Um, so Best of luck.
0: Two will be coming in, in the early New Year. And Olivia meets her match as well as coming back. So, really exciting. Precise.
2: times. What did it's you really think like- of it's kind of divulging into the world of... Because it's such a huge thing now, this OnlyFans thing. Hmm. Isn't it? And people are making serious dough on there. Yeah. Was it really eye-opening for you, Liv, when you kind of pitched up and you saw the behind the scenes?
0: Oh, my God, though. I've seen everything, like, you can even imagine. And I you think you know what it is but actually like it's so much more involved like what goes into these sites the girls that are making that like, the big money you know they're on those apps 24 hours a day it's a proper business um yeah it, it's a real it was a real learning experience a massive eye opener for sure
2: do you think it gets a little bit of a, a rough ride of things when people talk about it, they kind of look down on it and it's almost seen as a geography thing? But like you say, for these girls and the guys that do it, it really is their livelihoods and their business and they're putting so much into it. And even just social media in general can take time to produce your content, can't it? You're sending it to a brand, you're making sure that it's what they want. Um, so something like that, must, it must take hours
0: I think obviously we've got a big prejudice in society towards sex work and online sex work so I think you know women or men making money from sexual content is always gonna have prejudice and that's why when I was making the show I wanted it to be very neutral without any judgment and um, because mm-hmm. I think most of commenting towards it in the past comes with an edge of judgment and we're not trying to glamorize this because you know it's not for everyone 100% there's no. a lot of but some people are, you know, making a really good living and they're happy, so why should that bother anyone else?
2: And what industries are you going into in series two? You're on your way to f- on filming today.
0: Uh, I'll give you a couple. There are more this series, but we're looking at strippers and strip pubs. we're looking Amazing. at sex toy industry because that's massive now. And um, we're also looking at TikTok, the world of TikTok, how that plays into all of this, how people use TikTok as a marketing tool, you know, for adult entertainment basically.
2: Oh well, Rick, so I never I was so late to the party in TikTok. I think I did about three in lockdown. But it, it's such a huge I never even knew there was that world well to TikTok.
0: Um, on it, Bob. I'm going to join it now so I can understand it for the documentary. But I didn't even download it, so this is all new to me.
2: Oh my god, that's fascinating. You'll have to keep us posted. The sex toy one will be fine. Go get yourself a goodie bag. <laughs> I'm doing it gets so free free. And Liv, where can people get the Valentine's cards you have designed for the dogs from, babes?
0: So if they head over to Butchers, um, they can obviously buy the food, which is a new healthy heart range, keep your dog all healthy, and then they'll direct you there to where to get the Valentine's cards and all the proceeds go to charity, um, to dogs in need. And also they can head over to my Instagram or the Butchers Instagram for more information.
2: Amazing. Thank you so much for joining Hi. me today, Liv. Lovely to see you.
0: Nice Take chat. Care. Have a lovely day. See you soon, darling.
2: So nice catching up with really. you. Great chat. I'm just loving the Love Island vibe tonight. Yes, yeah, shall we go? What, the me love- and you in the villa.
1: <laughs> yeah. Let's do it. We'd only be able to <laughs> date each other, though. That's the problem. <laughs> I mean, no all <laughs> and it'd be like, I feel like I know everything about Bob Inside Out by this point. So, probably nothing new to learn.
2: <laughs> That's true, actually. When I mean, you know someone so well, if, if there was a version or if it was. I mean, the format was slightly different. Is it a show? Would you do it? Would you be interested in doing it if there was a potential of finding a guy in there?
1: I'm so specific about what I like, and my ics are turned on so easy, I feel like I'd be a bit pointless on Love Island because I, I just wouldn't match with anyone. I just know it.
2: I just know I wouldn't. You know what you like and what, what you want. What about you? <sighs> So I've only ever done one dating show, celebrity so oh, yeah, dating you did, didn't years you, yeah. ago, years and years ago. I was the first gay guy to ever do it. Do you know? I don't know. It's a hard one, isn't it? I think the beauty of if a date don't go well, it's always lovely to, to get in your Uber or, or go home and you think, kind of, it was a pleasant night, but I'm not really feeling it. Yeah. And you kind of crack on with your life, but when it's on camera and you're filming it. I think that always adds another pressure to a date, anyway. Even if you're not feeling it, Mm -hmm. but then to have to share a room with them and live with them for weeks on end, or if you start something with someone and it doesn't work out, and you've kind of got that breakup point, I mean, who really wants to live with an ex?
1: But also then working
2: with them, you'd know.
1: Um, (laughs) Like, uh, but then also having to watch them get with someone else. I don't know. I find the whole oh, Oh, uh, great show. Little love island roundup. Um and I guess uh well you got anything exciting coming up this week? I've I've got a busy one again. Oh, what are you up to? Well I've got the VA tonight. Um I've got a birthday party Friday night for one of my close friends. We're going to a, a gay indie night. Um, so Ooh. who knows what to expect from that. And then I'm going to meet my uh one of my Rome buddies' babies. Uh she had a baby um in January. Oh. I'm gonna go meet them on Saturday. Um, oh, that's lovely. Have a well,
2: nice week. Yeah. I'm, um, I'm going away for a couple of nights at the weekend, which will be nice. Gorge. And um, I mean, I'm hoping the weather changes, but if it doesn't, just please don't rain or snow. A little staycation, is it? A little staycation in the UK, yeah. Lovely. So yeah, going away for the weekend and then back full of beans next week. And uh, yeah, back for another exciting show. Awesome.
1: Can't wait. Um,
2: well, I guess on that note, Until next week, everyone, goodbye. Bye, guys.